0: You're listening to Linked AM. Tell your story on Linked Live and get noticed. You're listening to Carl Wolfenden on The Business Class Show and is not always affiliated with the guests and the topics discussed. Any financial statements are the opinions of the individual, and you should seek professional advice before making any decisions. Upgrade your listening to Business Class, the show that puts you in the big leather comfy seats. So sit back and enjoy our take on the trending business issues of the week. Howdy folks, here he is. The Texas Brit, the guy with the stiff upper lip, filling his 10-gallon hat and his cowboy boots, Carl Wolfenden. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to uh, Linked AM here on Business Class News. And so, uh, my goodness, uh, 2023, soon come around, isn't it? And it'll soon be gone. Um, you know, we've been doing over the past few uh, few weeks... Uh, race to the start line, Uh, race to the start line we've been doing now for, oh my goodness, eight years now, eight years. We always did it at the end of every, in the fourth quarter, so we could start preparing people for the new year. And uh, my guest today um, really falls into uh, that sweet spot of getting prepared to be successful. Uh, because this young lady, she's, uh, she's been um, helping businesses uh, become successful uh, for quite a few years now. And uh, so I've got Terry Toomey, who is, of course, the executive director of the Industry Hub uh, with me in our virtual studio. I've, I, I keep doing those those uh, you know uh, air f- quote marks, but uh, I've been doing that for three years now because everybody's virtual, aren't they? So Terry, thanks for joining me this morning. It's uh, great to have you on the show.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me. I look forward to the interview.
0: Oh my goodness! Well, it's 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 going to be a conversation because when we first met, you know, we, we met uh, through uh, a mutual uh, colleague acquaintance, as such, uh, Chuck May, uh, uh, sort of thing, and uh, you know, I was in a meeting with you and Chuck um, last year, and you were talking about your vision of the program that you are launching. It's happening and it's uh, going full gung-ho about uh, what the industry hub's going to be launching. And it uh, it sort of intrigued me and it also excited me because it was exactly in line with the things that we've been saying on Business Class News, how business need to be prepared. And it's all about learning not learning the soft skills is actually hands-on and being involved and that's a big big part of what you do isn't it terry
1: correct um what i do is uh is is in a mentoring environment and so we try and figure out what do you already know i don't need to cover that what is it you don't know and what is it you don't know that can get you in trouble
0: I tell you what, that's a big part of it, isn't it? Because a lot of people, do, well, they don't know. They don't know. And then they go ahead blindly. And then right. however many months down the line or years or because it comes bite, back to bite you. It doesn't matter if you get it wrong, it'll come back. And uh, and it could ruin everything that you've been doing to grow that business.
1: Right. And what I found is um, there are a lot of companies out there who want to put their hand in your pocket. There are times you need to pay for things, but there are times when people are just trying to take advantage of you. I wanna get to those new companies before they've been taken advantage of so I can save them money and get those resources directed so that they can really grow their company.
0: Well, you've got a great background, haven't you? Just explain a little bit about your background because I think that's important for people to know that, to understand where you've been, to say, okay, this is where we're going. So just give us a bit of background of where, what you've done.
1: Okay, well, I have a, an MBA from Syracuse University. Um, I've been involved with the SBA since uh, the late 90s. Um, I joined SCORE, which is the Senior Corps of Retired Executives in uh, 2012. And I was the first female president of SCORE Dallas. And so I've worked with, I have more than 500 small business clients. And so what I do is really work with them and try and figure out how to put their infrastructure in place in a way that they understand what needs to happen without overwhelming them by giving them too many things to do at one time. You're a small business owner. You know what it's like. You got to be everything well you, we can't be everything so what we need to do is build the structures that allows us to make decisions and hopefully we make good decisions but without structure you make decisions but what are you making your decisions on you don't have enough information to make a good decision so you're either making bad decisions or you're, you're not making any decision at all or you're working with partial information. So what I try and do is help them paint their picture so that the decisions that they're making optimize what they can do. And so, um, you know, everybody comes to me and wants to know, well, what do I do for marketing? There is no silver bullet. There is no single easy answer. It's trial and error, but you got to put in the work. But if you know what it is you need to put the work on, then you can begin doing that. So if you want to get an article placed, well, the first thing you need to do is figure out who writes those kinds of articles, right? That doesn't take rocket science. You go to a bookstore, you look through all the magazines, you find the, the writers, you, you get their Twitter, Facebook, you know, you figure out how to get in touch with them and you begin creating a relationship with them. None of that is rocket science, but it takes time.
0: I think you just said the word relationship I mean at the end of the day it's all about as you say building that structure because I don't know how many times I, I speak to business owners you know small medium large etc uh, and and they they say, well, do you know what I get busy doing what I do and and i'm'm I'm, I'm focused on selling and being successful but all the periphery things, yeah. They, 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 they take up my weekends. I'm up till 12 at midnight, you know, doing things. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. So how can, I, and it, but as you just said, if you have a platform, a foundation where you can have a process you can focus on, yes, running your business, but right. all those other things, yes, you bring in people as you need them, et cetera, but it's all that steps, the stepping stones of right. growing that success, and Absolutely. that's what you do. And, and I was so excited. I saw a news feature. You were, you were, you were featured on it because uh, it was all about you, and the project that you'd launched, it was called Grow DeSoto Marketplace, wasn't it? Tell us yes. more about that.
1: Well, Grow to Marketplace is an incubator. We can accommodate up to 40 small businesses, and these are all startup small businesses. So um, what we try and do is bring you into the program. You sign a year's lease because we want you to have the full experience of being a business owner. So you pay your monthly rent, your insurances, but our program uh, provides the mentorship And we help you with your business plan. And then I work with you to figure out what it is that you're weak on or what it is you need to be educated on. So right now I'm working with a couple restaurants on their pricing strategies because you know food prices are out of sight. So if you're a restaurant, how do you adjust daily to, to those unknown costs? So what I've done now is build a spreadsheet out for them. So they just plug in their current costs and they can see how it's impacting their profit margins. So you're not going to change your pricing every day, but you do need to understand how that is impacting your business.
0: Well, I mean, that that's that's real life, hands-on. You know, ad, not, not just advice, but you're, you're showing them how to be successful. And one thing that struck me, yes, that was last week, you were telling me that not one business went out of business because of COVID, correct? Correct. And why yeah, was that?
1: that? Well, because as soon as we learned uh, that SBA was going to provide funding, I immediately started working with my small businesses to get their books in order, so that when they when they opened the EIDL and the PPP loan programs, my people could get through the door immediately.
0: So not all of
1: them not all of them did, but at least they had the uh, you know they I was there to coach them. I had multiple um, information sessions for them with SBA. And we also opened that up to the whole community um, to you know, get that information firsthand from SBA. And then um, if they ran into trouble, then they would come to me and I would contact SBA and figure out how to work within the SBA system to get their, their questions answered. And so, um, you know, working with any federal bureaucracy is always hard, and but when you're doing fast track like the EIDL loans and the PPP that money goes fast so if you're not there if you're not on the doorstep when they open that door you're going to get lost
0: yeah absolutely and and i think i think that's an important factor of what you're doing um with this new program that you're putting together. So I'd love, I'd love to sort of, you know, get your overview of, of the program because, you know, you, you've got the experience of the Grow De Soto marketplace. You've got a great track record there of, of those businesses. Now, what you're doing is you're expanding that, aren't you? Uh, not right. only to to just a specific region, but throughout the whole of the North Texas and then beyond, I believe.
1: Right, right. Well, we're going to do a two-year pilot project over 16 counties, and they're primarily rural counties. And um, so my, my position is I want to teach people how to do things. I'm not going to teach you, I'm not going to give you a degree, but I'm going to take it that step beyond the degree where I'm going to teach you how to do things. And that's how to set up your books, you know, how to do marketing, how to do PR. Um, And then we're going to divide that into multiple layers. So there'll be courses for entrepreneurs, courses for startup, courses for businesses up to two years, for businesses five years, and then when you're getting ready to sell your business. And we will contract with experts in each of those areas and develop courses It'll be available 24-7 online. And we're hoping to get the sponsorship so that we can provide these programs free of charge to the public. And our goal is that if you're better informed, if you're better able to navigate that business climate, you're less likely to make mistakes and you're more likely to be successful and stay in business. And what we're doing is, you know, as much as COVID was terrible, what COVID did was allow us to stay where we live and do business. Yep. And that's what we want to take advantage of with this program is wherever you are, you can take these courses. You can become a more valuable um, self-employed person and you become more valuable to your community because you're bringing in um better wages, because you're going to be able to hire people and you're going to understand what you need to do to hire people. I mean, Carl, I don't know if you have employees, but having employees is a lot of responsibility.
0: Oh, it is. It is.
1: So you got taxes, you've got, you know, benefits, you've got all of that. And if you don't even understand how to interview somebody without getting in trouble, that's huge. And so that's what we want to do is want to teach them how to interview somebody, how to evaluate their skill sets to make sure they're going to be able to do the job that you're hiring them to do. And so it's going to be that iterative process. And we'll be adding courses over the two years. But right now we want to stick to basics and and help them make good decisions and that um, it's going to be up to them. To make their own investment in their um, in their own success, and so I'm trying to come up with a tagline for that that's going to appeal to to them because this is not about me, it's about you. It's about yeah. how can I help you be successful?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, what I really like about this as well is that you're you're looking at um rural areas because they they are underdeveloped in terms of of the, there's resources out there that you have access to because i've heard you talk many times about the opportunities you just gave an example with the SBA and the EDL um loans etc um literally you have that knowledge and those businesses can really thrive uh, in those in those rural areas because Right. There's, there's, there's room for growth. And that's, that's what I love about, you know, what you've been talking about for sure.
1: Right. right. Well, I just got a call today from somebody who's doing a program with the commerce department. And so they want to partner with us. So we'll just build their program right into ours. So yeah. it's about how do we, how do we take what's out already in the ether? It's already out there. That's available and build it into our program and make it available to people at no cost to them. Yeah. You know think about think about the repercussions of small rural communities. So suddenly your brain drain goes away. Your 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 young people can stay there. They can build in the community, they can build good businesses, they become employers, they pay taxes the uh, local economy gets better because there's more jobs, there's more businesses and you know it becomes that that bubble up effect you know rising tides raises all boats so the more money you generate in the community and keep in the community then the more the better schools you have, the better road systems you have, you know it it just is all is a is building but you got to start with that basic human component that says we're keeping our talent here. And that's, that's I think that's what we want to do with this program. Yeah,
0: that, that, that's key. And, and, uh, you know, when I, when, I, when I first heard it, I thought, okay, it's all about agricultural, it's farming. It's, it's not, is it? It's no. across the whole board. The it's thing, everything. the thing yeah. I like about this is you, you, you're, you're right where it, we're not just teaching. It's not, we're not going to give them a degree. You're going to give them life skills, and business skills, so that they can um, grow, uh, be successful, and look after their family, their employees, etc. And then, as you say, that nucleus then impacts the whole community. But Correct. what does happen is, what I've found anyway, is that people—you know, young people—they they go to college, etc. They have an idea. They go. They go to some large college somewhere in the country but you want to bring them back to where they, they, their roots were because the, what they've learned over there, that's, that's okay. That's, that's your degree. But now they've got this idea, I, I want to now do this business so it could be electronics, computers, software, cloud, whatever. And they, instead of going to a big city, and, and, and they can go back to their rural community because what COVID did tell us as well is, as you say, we can stay at home. We're doing this via our remote digital studio with Zoom. And and now most people can actually actually enjoy their environment, but still be productive and actually have a result. So what I like about this is that yes, you've got people that have come, you know, gone away but they're going to be brought back to their community where they lived and were brought up and they're going to make sure that that community economy grows and i love that and it's right. not just rural rural agriculture is very important but you it's when people hear rural they think oh it's just you're just supporting you know agriculture etc but it's not that anymore and i love no. that yeah. i love it
1: Well, and I think, you know, think about, uh, you know, all of our social problems that we have today and people are feeling very isolated. Well, when we can bring them back in and and help them develop that community, then a lot of those problems go away. We don't have to do anything about that. They go away naturally because you have support systems. You have family that can help you when, you know, when, when. Uh, something happens, you know, you need an immediate babysitter and there's nobody around. So it's that developing that support structure for them. That's not something that we'll do, but it'll develop naturally because they're staying where their roots are.
0: Well, I mean, you yeah. I, and unfortunately, we're running out of time. But we could—we're going to be have many conversations, you and I, because <laughs> we have got a whole series, don't we, of, of of conversations that we're going to be having. But but what I what I what I know, and this is what I know, and it's dangerous because you know it's me. Uh, but no, is what I, what I've seen and what I know is that that if you can if you can make a success of something, and again, I've seen this in rural areas many many times. They grow and then they employ from the local pool of, of talent, etc. and and then that community is 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 richer because of that. Right. And and you can have that cell that that sense of I I'm part of this community. I help grow it, and right. you become. Even even the employees become so much richer because they don't have to go traveling two hours down the highway to an office, etc. They they can stay within their community, and then that thrives. And I love.
1: Well, that. you know, I think the other thing, Carl, is that you know the center part of the country has you know quote unquote felt left out because the technology has been on the coast. Well, we don't have to do that anymore that technology can develop any place. And so it makes our fabric of our society overall stronger
0: out. No, I, I completely agree. Well, Terry, um, again, I, I thank you so much for joining me this morning. I'm excited about the conversations that we're going to be having. We're going to be talking about resources, about what businesses need, etc. And we'll be fleshing out and giving more information about what the Industry Hub's doing with your new program. And uh, Business Class News is proud to, to be part, a partner of that. So uh, we're excited to be that. And uh, I can't wait to uh, see this grow and, uh, and thrive. So thanks again, Terry, for joining me this morning.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Of course, that was Terry Toomey. She's the executive director of the Industry Hub. I'm really excited about this, uh, as you can tell, <laughs> because uh, if and I know that the regulars uh, know the the theme that we've been doing over the past eight years. You know, it's all about really trying to showcase what businesses are doing, et cetera. Well, this isn't just showcasing. This is Terry's uh, uh, you know, organization, the Industry Hub, actually going out there, putting it together, and actually coming up with with results. So Business Class News is, as I say, very proud to be part of that. So anyway, as I always say to you guys out there listening and watching and reading the Business Class News, go out there, have some fun, because, you know, hey, you're going to have some fun, but make some money. Because if you don't make money, it just becomes a hobby, and you don't want to just do a hobby, do you? So go out there, have some fun, make some money, and I'll see you the next time. Goodbye.